This is the Christian Circle Podcast and you're listening to Pamela Fernandez where we have conversations about Christian living. Here's the show. Welcome to a new episode of the Christian Circle Podcast. Today we have Charles Johnston who's come back again after a while and he's going to talk to us about the seventh commandment, thou shalt not steal. So Charles, tell us a little bit about yourself and your ministry first. Uh yeah, my name is uh, Charles Johnston, and uh, I live in the United States. I'm a uh, a recent, well, I say recent convert, but I think it's been it's been about seven years now uh, to the Catholic Church from Evangelical Protestant, and I have a uh, a website where I occasionally post things uh, now that I'm Catholic.com, and uh, just really enjoy discussing uh, basically all things Catholic. So today we're talking about the commandment thou shalt not steal so in brief just tell people what is this commandment in the first place? well it's uh, you know it's one of the ten commandments uh the decalogue and it really you know the first first several commandments relate to our relationship with god and then the uh the next you know the second group is our relationship with our fellow man and it really is a respect for other people's properties a respect for what people are owed, you know, not just you know, not just what you agree to pay them or what you agree to give them or what you agree to, but what they're owed by justice. You know, mm. it covers it actually covers a lot more than what you know what you think about on the surface. So it's mm. actually pretty just like anything in the Bible. It's yeah, it's easy. You know, it can be seem easy to understand on the surface, but it goes. So what's wrong with stealing actually? Because we are called to be stewards of everything. All our possessions come from God, and God has given mm. them to us. So we have a right to everything uh, on this earth, right? If we are stewards, what's wrong with stealing something that does not belong to us? Right. Well, something that, like I said, you're supposed to respect the private property of others. So by stealing something that doesn't, it doesn't rightfully belong to you, it is yours by, you know, however means you came to acquire, as long as it was, you know, lawful and moral means. So if I steal something from someone and then you steal it from me, it really technically wasn't even mine to begin with, mm. you know, it's stolen property. Mm. So it's something that someone has a, a lawful and moral right to have to possess. Taking it from them violates the, their dignity as a human person, really. Mm-hmm. And and it's not just something they possess, it's something they have the right to. So if someone has a right to something and you don't give it to them, then that itself is theft, too. Mm-hmm. You know, it says in, it says in uh, I think it's in Mark, that a laborer is owed his wages. So, you know, you have someone work for you and then you don't pay them. You technically didn't steal money from them because, you know, it wasn't in their possession to begin with, but you didn't pay them. And they were owed that by, you know, justice demands you pay your workers. So you're stealing from them. So that's why, you know, it, it just violates the dignity of the human person to take what is rightfully theirs. So what are the ways that some people steal? Now, there are, uh, you know, there's tax fraud. There's uh, misusing stuff at work. I mean, these things happen all the time. And we think, OK, well, you know, um, we're trying to save or we're trying to just, you know, get by. So what are the small ways that we are stealing, but we we don't realize that this is a sin? Yeah. Well, I mean, just like anything with uh, anything with your faith, you know, the more you read into it, the more you, d- you dig into it, the, the deeper, you know, the more you realize it kind of expands your horizon. You know, uh, I remember the first time I went to confession, uh, the examination of conscience that they gave us in my parish. It had like, it was based on the Ten Commandments. You know, so it had like all Ten Commandments kind of broken down into bullet. Mm. And I thought to myself going in, well, I've only really like, that I can think of, I've only really broken maybe two of the commandments, you know? <laughs> like I've obviously never worshipped other gods. Yeah. You know, and I've obviously never killed anyone. Like there was these, you know, these big bright lines. Like I know I've never done that. 
But then it breaks it down and like the worship and other gods part, like, have you ever placed anything ahead of your relationship with God? You know, and the, the killing part has more to it than just like literally murdering a person, you know? And the same with stealing too. Like when it broke down the stealing, I was like, wow. Cause I thought like, I've never stolen any. I've never, I've never walked into a store mm-hmm. in my entire life, you know, pick something up and walked out yeah, <laughs> without paying for it. I actually did one time when I was a kid, I got all the way to the end of the mall. And I realized I had it. And I panicked. I turned around and ran all the way back to the store and put it because I just, I thought like there was going to be cops waiting for me at home, but I've never intentionally taken anything from a store in my entire life. And so I thought, well, obviously I've never stolen anything. Then I go through the breakdown of this examination of conscience and yeah, I actually had stolen, you know, lots of things. Uh, I'd stolen time. I'd stolen you know, uh, basically doing, uh, you know, proper, you know, work for your money. You're supposed to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if you agree to do a certain job yeah. and you agree to a certain price, well, that person owes you that price. And if they don't pay it to you, then they're stealing from you. But also you can steal from them by, you know, just kind of slacking off on the job or by mm-hmm. not doing what you agree to do. You're stealing from them because they're still going to pay you that price at the end of the job, mm-hmm. whatever it is. You know, if you agree to $10 an hour to, you know, to work at a fast food restaurant or if you're a contractor yeah. to a, a freelance contract, whatever it is, mm-hmm. by not keeping your obligations and your contracts that you agree to you're stealing from that person. And it goes both ways. The employers steal from the employees or the employees can steal from the employers. So there's little things like that, that by not doing the best you can and like trying your best and actually, you know, giving it all, you know, your effort, Mm -hmm. you're stealing. And that was shocking to me because like I said, it was, that was one of the easy ones, stealing and murder. I was like, I've never done either though. But in reality, we've all stolen. Like you said, like there's little things and little things even if they're not, it's not grave matter. Because, I mean, as Catholics, we believe that a sin to be a mortal sin has to be grave matter. So it has to be something serious. Mm-hmm. has to be grave matter. has to be intentionally done. has to be done with full conscious, mm-hmm. you know, full full knowledge that it's grave matter. And it has to be, like, full conscious, full uh, submission of the will. You know, you, have to be, you can't be forced into it or anything. So something like you realize you got the wrong change at the store, you know, and you're five miles down the road. And it's, it's a difference mm-hmm. of, like, 25 cents. Is it really worth it to turn around and go back to mm. give them a quarter? No, probably not. You discover that they gave you a hundred dollars too much in change. Well, then you know, mm. then we're thinking, you know, maybe you should turn around and go back. Yeah. So, but it's the little things, and you let the little things slide, and little sins, little venial sins, they add up, and they make you predisposed to commit larger sins. You know, and it's it's like that in every every sin. Whenever we commit it, that's why they tell us, you know, you don't have to confess venial sins. But you should, because little sins, you know, it's not just for Catholic fashion too. I mean, it applies to Protestants too. And we can see it happening in our own lives. You do little things Mm -hmm. and you become numb to the little things. Yeah. Eventually, the little things become medium things and medium things become big things. Mm -hmm. And next thing you know, you're doing something you would have never imagined yourself doing a month, a week, you know, six months ago. So it does add up. And it is, there is, there's little things we do. We can, when you're aware of it, you see it more. And when you realize and you stop, and that's why it's helpful to do an examination of conscience, mm-hmm. if not nightly, then at least, you know, weekly mm-hmm. to think like where it's better to do it nightly because I don't know if anyone else like me, I forget for the next day. I can't remember what I done the day before, you know, like anything. Mm-hmm. So you gotta, you do that examination of conscience and you really stop and think like, where did I kind of fall short today? Mm-hmm. Where can I improve, you know, with the help of God, obviously. And where, where can I kind of grow, you know, to further this, you know, you know, 
life, trying to live a life of holiness. Obviously, that's what we're all called to. And I think before uh, any examination of conscience, they always say, you know, you ask the Holy Spirit to show you what what exactly you've, where you failed, and, and he will show it to you and, and show you much more than you want to see. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, any you just Google examination of conscience. And uh, I like the ones based on the Ten Commandments. But you Google them, and almost all of them, you know, your, your Google page will be filled with all, you know, results. Almost all of them start out with a short prayer of, you know, like, enlighten my heart, mm-hmm. oh, Lord, shine a light here. You know, because Christ, you know, is the light of the world, and the light shines in the darkness. So mm-hmm. shine that light in my heart. Let me know. Point out to me what's wrong. Because there's things now, you know, seven years in, or how, yeah, seven years in, that there's things now that I've been, you know, working on different parts of my life. And trying to like have God enlighten me, like where do I need to change? Where do I need to grow? Where do I need to? And there's things that now bother me, never used to bother me before. Mm-hmm. You know, things I could have went and never even noticed. And uh, Trent Horn sometimes calls it like a pebble in your shoe. Mm-hmm. You know, you can walk with a pebble in your shoe for a little bit, but after a while, it really starts kind of you start to notice it and then it starts to bother you and then it starts to hurt. You know, it's kind of this progression. Mm-hmm. So at first you might not even notice it, but then it starts to notice it, then it starts to hurt. And then you got to, then you have to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. So let's say now somebody uh, realizes, okay, they've stolen. Okay, they Whatever it may be, they realize it. What do they do? Uh, not just in terms of spirituality, but what do they do with the stolen goods? Right. I mean, in the catechism, it tells us, in the catechism of the Catholic Church, uh, under the... Uh, the chapter on the, the seventh commandment, it tells us that you have a duty to make restitution, you know? So if you've stolen, I remember uh, Scott Hahn would talk. He, uh, after he converted, he realized, you know, some of these different things and he realized he had stolen a bunch of records. I don't know if it was like he borrowed them and didn't return them or if he actually stole them as a child or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And he was saying how he didn't know, like, you know, what, what are you supposed to do? I don't have the records anymore. This is 40 years ago. And uh, he ended up sending like a check, $100 to the record store, you know, in the town that he lived in. And that was like his idea of how to make restitution. And you don't even have necessarily, like some people are, like if you go to confession, you, you confess to stealing something, the priest will tell you, you know, you really should make an effort to make restitution. And it doesn't necessarily mean you have to get yourself in trouble, you know, you could, you know, anonymously mail the money to them or the item that you took or whatever it is, but you really should make an effort to make things right because you took something from someone. So someone's injured. So even though God will forgive your sins, you know, it's just like the analogy you always hear about the kid, you know, breaking the window with the baseball, their parents forgives them, but then that window will get fixed probably out of their allowance money or the kid will have to fix it himself. You know, something has to be done to, to make things right. So you really do, you know, you're bound to, well, you're duty bound to make some sort of restitution. So apart from uh, confession, they should give back or somehow pay back the money. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Like if you get the wrong change, you know, you should definitely, it's best if it's immediately done. But if you realize it later on, like if someone gave me, like I said, if it was less than a dollar, I probably not going to, you know, Mm-hmm. But if, if, you know, if it's a few dollars, five, ten dollars, and somewhere you regularly go, just, you know, next time you're in there, remember to say like, hey, by the way, or if it's somewhere you don't regularly go, maybe turn around and go back. Mm-hmm. But something like that. Yeah. Make an effort to, to give it back as, as soon as you can or as soon as you remember to. So on the flip side, what do you do if you realize that somebody has stolen from you? Right. Well, I guess it depends on what, you know, <laughs> what they've stolen uh the best thing probably would be to confront them about it you know if you have an employee that's not really you know you agreed to pay them a set wage mm. for x amount of work and they're not performing the work and you gotta confront them and say hey listen you owe me the labor that i'm paying you for mm. or 
you know, if someone took something from your home, you confront them, but you know, they do, they owe it to you to just like you owe it to them. They owe it to you to make restitution. If they refuse and, you know, Jesus said, if your brother wronged you to take it, you know, don't take one person to them and then take two, you kind of escalate it. So it's best always to confront someone on a one-on-one basis first before you take it a further step. Although it's not that simple, right? In the real world. <laughs> and then no, not all. Especially if, you're like, yeah, if you actually got robbed, you know, if it isn't just someone you know that took something. So, uh, what advice do you have for people who are struggling with this commandment? Uh, any last thoughts on, uh, you know, thou shall not steal? Yeah, I mean, I think it really is. It's something that you got to consciously think about. Like I said, because it isn't. It isn't always very. It isn't always obvious. It isn't always merchandise from a store, you know, or something from someone's home. Sometimes it is, and it's stealing, you know, something that's owed to somebody. Sometimes it's stealing time. It's, there's a lot of different ways it can go down. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you don't even realize you're doing it. But, you know, it's something you got to really think about and kind of be conscious about and like realize and watch out for, you know, Mm -hmm. that would be my advice. It's something you got to kind of guard yourself against because we can all slack off, you know, (laughs) there's, uh, what is that? One of the seven deadly sins, acedia. You know, it's like not doing what you're supposed to be doing, you know? <laughs> okay. So, great. so where can people find you online and uh, tell them about your book? Yeah. Uh, you can find me on nowthatimcatholic.com uh, and my uh, Facebook page with the same name. And the book I wrote is called The Beauty of the Mass, Exploring the Central Act of Catholic Liturgy. Great. And are you on Just social media? We, we don't see you yeah. much on Twitter. I don't see you much. On- no, I don't really. I, <laughs> Twitter seems to be kind of, I don't know. Twitter, Twitter, you get into more arguments than any other yeah. social media, it seems like. So <laughs> I was trying to try to stay off it yeah. as much as I can. But I, every so often I find myself on it. Uh, I know it seems to be the most uh, vitriolic of all the, the social medias. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm on uh, Facebook too. That's what I'm on mostly, Facebook and Instagram. And uh, yeah, you can find me on there mostly. Okay. Great. So thank you, Charles, for talking to us about uh, this commandment, and we hope to see you again. Thank you, Pamela. Hope to hear from you soon. Mm-hmm.